0: Hello there. General <laughs> Kenobi!
1: You are listening to Mando Talk, your home for the Mandalorian chapter breakdown, speculation, and all kinds of Star Wars fun. <laughs> that is right guys, this is Mando Talk. I'm your host, Caleb Keller, and joined alongside me is my brother in the flesh, in blood, in the force, Jacob Keller. What's up man?
0: Not much man, Dude, um, um, we uh, just watched an yeah. amazing episode. Yes we did, yes we did. And how did. about
1: that new intro? <laughs> yeah, that's a great <laughs> intro there we got. Uh, we got all of our sound bites from previous episode. I think we did like a Star Wars expressions kind yep. of thing, or impressions. We did do that yeah. um, one episode <laughs> Clearly, Nolan, a while back. Nolan and Jacob are better at that because <laughs> none of my impressions made the cut. So clearly them two are our go-to impressionists. But anyway, yes, we have to talk about chapter 13, the Jedi today. Um obviously we we don't have Nolan uh or Brandon Anderson. Uh we you know, Thanksgiving is going on right now. So mm-hmm. first of all, happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners out there. We hope that you are enjoying the holiday break. Uh and hopefully you were able to reflect on all the kind of blessings that we have in our life um but yeah they couldn't be here really because we all just kind of had different things go on and Mm -hmm. go down with like just visiting some family and here and there and having different plans so me and Jacob since you know we're family we're conveniently with each other almost all the time (laughs) yeah we're just gonna go ahead and take care of this week's episode Nolan and BA should be back next week we should be back on schedule but man alive do we have an incredible mandalorian <laughs> yeah. episode to discuss
0: and right out the gate man yeah so full-on like.
1: disclosure <laughs> spoiler heavy breakdown reaction review whatever you want to call it me and jacob are going to take you along this journey of this incredible episode the opening yeah go ahead and talk about it jacob just that opening sequence All right,
0: well we're taking it straight to uh, corvus and honestly, it looks nothing like I imagined it would look when Bocaton said it was a forest planet. It's Correct. all burnt. <laughs> the whole forest, the whole planet almost is burnt to a crisp by, yeah. I guess, what uh, the
1: magistrate is doing, right? Right. Um, Morgan Elsbeth, we end up finding out yep. that her name is, which connects to some things that we did previously, that we've seen previously in yep. Clone Wars. I haven't personally, I mean, we're we're just fresh off the rewatch, so we didn't really do much digging and connecting to previous things. I have a feeling, though, that we've seen her type of people before yeah. in the Clone Wars, and we've seen the Clone Wars here. It's not like we haven't watched it, but it's been a while. So those of you watching, those of you listening, let us know like which episode it is in the Clone Wars that we see Morgan Ellsbeth's species or uh, i mean she clearly is human yeah she's a human (laughs) but she had some like painting going on with her face didn't she didn't she have some yeah yeah, so i mean clearly human but maybe with their own culture right maybe we we've seen that culture before but anyway continue talking about the opening continue just diving into it
0: right from the opening we get nothing but action so we go over to you know it opens on caladan the city on corvus and we hear that gong and yes. that, you know, the tone of that gong automatically, sent, you know, makes like a, uh, what's the word? Like a, like an uh, an ominous sound, okay. right? sure, sure. An ominous sound of alarm. And we yeah. see people in the city like running to and fro, trying to get in their homes. Mm-hmm. And then these guards that, you know, look kind of dark and oppressive, right? Yeah. Then we get to outside of the city walls... And we see the guards, we see the armed men, you know, running to and fro, shooting at something, shooting red blasters at something, and
1: then we see those white lightsabers ignite, dude, and I immediately (laughs) got chills, I mean, and... So I was under the impression that like, our Ahsoka Tano reveal was going to be like Luke Skywalker at the end of The Force Awakens mm-hmm. kind of reveal. Yeah. But man, we That's just died straight too. into it. Uh-huh. We and, went straight, straight into her in and action. And Ahsoka's reveal <laughs> is not like a, I don't know, like a peaceful reveal mm-hmm. that I was expecting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: To be honest, Ahsoka seems kind of scary at the beginning of this <laughs> episode, man. She's just like... Lurking in the shadows yeah. and the fog and just, like, cutting up these droid kind of troopers almost yeah. uh, to shreds and to pieces. Yeah. Uh, loved the opening. I mean, again, it completely went against my expectations, which I'm very thankful for. Me too. Because to be honest, so far, for me, only because we knew that Bo-Katan was coming uh, from, like, leaks and reports. We knew that Boba Fett was coming from leaks and reports. Mm-hmm this is really, that opening shot is like the first time that I've been full on surprised this season. Yeah. Because that's not what I expected Ahsoka's reveal to be. right. I expected it to be I peaceful. I expected Mando
0: to walk up on her in a green yeah.
1: forest and mm-hmm. she like slowly turns around. Right, and she maybe <laughs> takes off the hood just like yeah. Luke did. yeah. But no, I mean, we completely get like this just full on action. And the sound, man, like I don't know yeah. why, but the sound effects of, this episode with Ahsoka's two lightsabers just like hit me. I mean, we could mm-hmm. literally feel the whole room shake. I felt like whenever we heard From the, the vibration the right. of yeah. the ignition of the yeah. blades. Yeah. yeah, man, it was. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and she's incredible throughout the show. I mean, we get a couple more times where we see her go off with those uh-huh. lightsabers. <laughs> Man, it was great to see. you. Well, first of all, here's my first kind of question. What did you think of the appearance of live-action Ahsoka Tano? Because it's the first time we've seen live-action yeah. version. So what did you think of Rosario Dawson's portrayal of that character?
0: I think it's great. I think yeah. it's perfect. You know, she fits the role mm-hmm. perfectly. Mm-hmm. Her mannerisms, the way she gets into the character, the way she talks. Yeah, And the, just the appearance is right. perfect. Yeah, and I costume was costume design mm-hmm. you know the the coloring of her skin everything mm-hmm. is perfect and
1: I was personally kind of nervous for this part because Ashley Eckstein the voice of Ahsoka Tano in mm-hmm. both Clone Wars Rebels and anything that we've ever seen her in we know that that's not her mm-hmm. and so I was nervous just because Ashley it Eckstein might sound for different. me Ashley Eckstein for me was Ahsoka Tano for so long yeah um but Rosario, I felt like the voice is very, honestly, kind of close for me. Like, it was almost matched up perfectly. Yeah. So props to her. I have a feeling that Rosario probably put some work in on that. Mm-hmm. Like, because she knows, hope, hopefully she knows, Star Wars fans love Ashley Eckstein's voice portrayal mm-hmm. of Ahsoka. So I hope that she put in the work to kind of, like, try to get as close to that as possible. Right. But, yeah, I loved it. Um, the appearance was great. Her movements, even, like with the two lightsabers, like the running and the secretly running around and hiding perfection as far as Ahsoka Tano goes. Like martial arts, yeah. Absolutely. And so,
0: like you said, we see her um, using her Jedi skills perfectly to use the Force to merge with her surroundings, right? Right. And to, you know... Fight using that mm-hmm. just as much as she fights with her
1: blades, right? And, and again, I thought that was awesome to because see. of the scene. <laughs> it just gave her a kind of creepy, or not necessarily creepy, but yeah,
0: because we know who she, is. we know who she is. <laughs> like we weren't, <laughs> but it would out. be
1: creepy if we were. But it'd be a little bit creepy <laughs> as a non like Star Wars, as one of those guys shooting at her. Yeah, yeah, I'd be freaked out. <laughs> Incredible opening. We love the introduction of Ahsoka Tano. I mean, I. I was blown away. Mm -hmm. Blown away. So Din Jarn is coming to the planet of Corvus. Mm -hmm. Uh, He lands on the planet of Corvus. Mm -hmm. Just outside the city. And he goes to the city of Kaladin. And he's wanting to find out information uh, of how to get to the Jedi, which personally made me nervous. uh, Only because we had just seen the opening shot where we know everyone in the city wants to kill. Well, not everyone in the city, but the leaders of the city wants to kill Ahsoka. So I thought... Or I was getting nervous when Din was wanting to go to the city and be like, hey, I'm looking for Ahsoka Tano, can you help me out? And they were gonna be like, No, we ain't gonna help you out. Pow pow, you're dead because <laughs> yeah. we know you're trying to be with Ahsoka. Yeah. But he was very wise in his approach of mm-hmm. trying to get information. Um, I think He wasn't upfront about it. Right. And it 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 helped to and we're jumping ahead a little bit here. Well, not necessarily. He gets to the city and first of all, no one can speak to each other. That is Creepy of yeah. itself, yeah, and that shows like how evil this magistrate person is. Um, and the soldiers take him to the magistrate, mm-hmm. and so what I was wanting to get to is the reason why they don't think that he wants to find Ahsoka for help is because he's Mandalorian. Yeah, so the assumption of the entire galaxy has still remained. That Mandalorians and Jedi do not get along. Right. So that's an interesting kind of thing that I took away. What did you kind of think about that?
0: I thought, you know, um, that that goes back to this very long uh, history between the Mandalorians and the Jedi. Yeah. That somehow people in the galaxy have a very deep memory about. So that's interesting because yeah. it must have been something really big in right. the
1: distant past. Right? Yeah. And um, to add to that interest, The magistrate, Elsbeth, to Mm -hmm. try to get him to kill Ahsoka, she offers a full, pure Beskar staff. A spear. spear. Yeah, oh my goodness. Staff slash spear. That thing is bad. That we see (laughs) uh, a ton of action with later in the Mm -hmm. episode that Mm -hmm. I loved. And now he has it. Yeah. Dude, okay, Okay. Oh.
0: so I said oh, okay. it looks so bad Bad. Eh, when he's holding the staff and he's got on his armor right,
1: right. the spear. Yeah, now see, I just put two and two together there. So let's just go ahead and talk about it. Okay. He's got that now and we see later in the episode that it deflects sabers. Moff Gideon now can duel <laughs> with Din Djarin. So we were talking about yeah. how Moff Gideon was going to duel with Ahsoka but the way this episode ends I now kind of think that That might not be the case. Yeah. And it's going to be a full-on duel with Din Djarin and not Ahsoka. It's going to be Darksaber clashing with Beskar Steel. Mando, Mandalore versus Mandalore. Yeah. Weapons. Oh, man. I just put that together. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm floored. Like, that just adds more to this episode for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, let's go ahead and just talk about it since we're here. Do you think we're done with Ahsoka this season? Does that like finish her story for this? Because we're now only three more episodes left. And for me, and I'll go ahead and answer it before you answer it since I asked the question. Because I hate putting people on the spot. Um, I feel like that might be her arc for this season. Was just to get Mandalore, or Din Djarin, and the child, which we'll talk more about that here in a second, Mm -hmm. to their next spot. Um, which again, we'll get to later, but I feel like she served her purpose. Um, for now. And I don't, and we were talking about how Moff Gideon had the tracker on the racer crest. Well, now the crest is no longer there. So why would he go there? Unless he's wanting to literally just follow every single one of his footsteps. Mm -hmm. So the only kind of situation that I could see Ahsoka maybe getting back into this action in this season is Moff, like, captures her and brings Ahsoka to where Din is at the very end. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Like, okay, so I say all of that. Do you think we're done with Ahsoka this season? Like, was this episode it for her? But we'll we probably could see be. her later.
0: We could be. Until, unless something happens at the end of the season where, you know, we can just tell that there's a big conflict coming, right? A yes. confrontation <laughs> between Din and you know, Moff Gideon again. Um so unless that happens and somehow Ahsoka becomes aware of that mm-hmm. and comes to uh Mando's help. Right. Mando's aid. Um I think we might be done with her this season. Okay. But I do hope that we would see more of her
1: next season. Oh, well, I think somehow. We'll, I think we'll definitely see her again somehow. Yeah. Um and, don't get me wrong. I, I want to see her more in this oh, season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but just right now from this one sh- episode, I'm thinking we won't. Yeah. And I wish Nolan and B.A. were here because usually they have different takes. Yeah. <laughs> um. I wonder what everyone else is feeling on that. So let us know what you think. Um. Reach out to us on socials if you want to kind of talk about that or if you're watching on YouTube. Let us know if you think this is the last episode that we'll see Ahsoka Tano in for. This season of The Mandalorian. So let's keep on going with our outline here. Yeah, um, Din uh, agrees with the magistrate's mm-hmm. uh, request because he's looking for her anyway. Right? Like, why would he say no? <laughs> like, she just gave him what he needed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But again, great no, job. She just
0: gave him like a plus. Right. Like, okay, <laughs> and, you'll give me this solid Vesper yeah. spear. And just great, to great not job by him
1: <laughs> not revealing that he's trying to be right. buddy buddy with these people. Right, but. And then Den goes into the forest or the remains of a forest. And it's again, ominous, lurking in the shadows kind of feel. And Ahsoka pops out of nowhere. They start battling a little bit, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then he finally reveals Bo Katan sent me. Like, chill, chill. I'm yeah. on your side. <laughs> and then uh, she just kind of stops. Um, and then this is where this episode gets really deep uh, with information. So Ahsoka kind of takes the child to the side. We hear him kind of babbling and gooing and guying. Like, we've been thinking, oh, that's just a little baby being cute, like making noises. No, Mm -hmm. he's been talking this whole time. It's just people can't understand him. Kind of like with Wookiees, uh, droids sometimes, or any other creature. Sometimes some people can understand him. Sometimes other people can't understand him. Right so well, here's the big reveal yeah here's the big reveal ahsoka reveals to dinjarin that but she says
0: that it's um what does she say mando asks can you understand him and mm-hmm. she says in a way true yeah so, so it's is like it they're communicating through, through the, the force. force
1: so it's not necessarily language then is that is that your take it's more so just like them connecting through the force and not his way, language. it's not
0: language. <laughs> okay, Okay.
1: the language of the force. Yeah. Okay. Or, you know. No, like I like that.
0: Connection. Yeah,
1: like, you know how twins can connect to each other? S- Almost like that. S- so they say. <laughs> so I they mean, say. I mean, I don't know that that's a real no, thing. No, I don't know. <laughs> if you're a twin, let us know. <laughs> yeah. No, Um. yeah, no, I like that. So maybe she wasn't understanding his language. Maybe he is really gooing and going still, but... It's just them connecting through the force, mm-hmm. and him sharing his this information to him th- to her through the force. Yeah. So the but information, you know,
0: like the same way a baby, you know, whenever it goes and goes, yeah. When they get to a certain age, there is a, like a meaning behind that, right? But we don't. Fair. <laughs> <you> yes. <know? laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> okay. Information here that's shared. The child's name, Grogu. Thoughts mm-hmm. on that. Grogu. does it fit does it match yeah i think it okay. fits completely <laughs> i love it for me it just like because i wasn't expecting to get that right now yeah that, me fl- either. <laughs> that floored me too i was like man i didn't think we were gonna get his name already uh-huh. grogu and it's gonna be hard for me like when we're and i even did it when we were recording earlier in the episode like for me it's not hitting yet that he's got a name now yeah like i'm still calling him the child or calling him baby yoda but i guess we got to get used to calling him grogu and mm-hmm. and I like it. Initially, it was just like weird for me, only because we've associated the child or Baby Yoda for so long. Yeah. But Grogu, uh, and it's really it was really cool how every time he would say Grogu, Dingeron would say <laughs> Grogu, he would perk <laughs> up and he would just look at him with like the happiest little face. Yeah. Oh man, I, I want more of that. Of yeah. those, and we're gonna get it. Like that's the that's the main focus of this show is those two or. Din and Grogu's connection. Mm-hmm. And it, they're knocking it out of the park so far, yeah. that connection. Yeah. Okay, so other information that was shared. Grogu, Grogu was taken, or sorry, no, no, no. He was trained at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Really interesting there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So that now puts it in perspective that, yeah, while the camera's following Anakin and Obi-Wan and Yoda, and Mace and all these Jedi Masters, and Qui-Gon at the temple. There's this little guy named Grogu hiding out in there somewhere too, getting trained. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. Yeah, like he's been there now throughout the entire thing. And then the next thing that's revealed is someone takes him from the temple and hides him at the end of the Clone Wars. So I'm assuming with Order sixty six.
0: Mm-hmm. So Gro- which really makes you wonder how he survives that right? right and
1: who who took him and who yeah. hit him yeah and how and did then, he get to the moment where we meet him in season one yeah. where those random species were yeah. protecting him yeah <laughs> man I don't know like initially I'm thinking Yoda but I know Yoda I mean we kind of follow him on camera throughout his journey mm-hmm. of that at the end of Revenge of the, Revenge of the mm-hmm. Sith I mean obviously after he fights Palpatine with and he lands in Bell Organa's beater or transport. Um, Corellian cruiser. Yeah, there you go. Um, I mean, he could have went back to the temple and scooped him up, but I don't know. I feel like though the people out there that theorize that this is legit Yoda's offspring are happy with this moment <laughs> yeah. right now. Because things are lining up Probably. to look that way. <laughs> things are lining up for that. That Yoda and Yaddle hooked up and had Grogu. <laughs> What are your thoughts on just like this background this info that we now have on Grogu the child? It's
0: good to know because, you know, um it's kind of like stuff that we've been wondering. Um like where does he come from? Yeah. Although we still don't get like Yeah, we still don't know his that. parents. But we still know that he's um we still know that he's got jedi training right and that he even though he's young in terms of the years of his species mm-hmm. probably knows more about
1: the force than yeah
0: you know than we would think Than we he would, would give him
1: credit for it. right now that just made me think of a cool little last jedi connection here you know how luke kind of shuts himself off from the force and he's no mm-hmm. longer as powerful all oh, right um Yeah. It's kind of like that situation here with. Yeah. Gragou. Am I saying that? Gragou. (laughs) Gragou. Jeez. See, it's still, it's still hard for me to just like flip that switch. You know, I keep wanting to say the child. Um, Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's, that connects there a little bit.
0: Yeah. Ahsoka said that he has refrained from using his powers in order to protect himself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. So that's a nice little connection there. Um, I mean, he's essentially kind of cut himself off from the Force mm-hmm. to survive, just mm-hmm. like Luke did. So, really cool stuff there. I, I really love the background info there, and it's again, it's not what I expected. I didn't expect to get that this soon. Yeah. I did not <laughs> expect to get that right now, but I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. I, execution perfect. Um, and then also, Ahsoka briefly mentions that she's only seen one species like this before. One other, yeah. And that is the great jedi master yoda. And this part I did get a little emotional. <laughs> I didn't go to full-on tears or anything <laughs> like that. I wasn't weeping. Yeah. But I did get chills throughout the spine when I hear John Williams's Yoda theme mm-hmm. playing like just very subtly in the background as Yoda's name is mentioned. Great moment. <laughs> um yes, and that uh that Really hit home with me, yeah. Um, and that for me, Empire Strikes Back everyone knows that's my favorite film, and that is Yoda's introduction, and that's what made the fandom love Yoda so much. And every time I hear that music, I mean, it, it just makes whatever I'm watching tr- exponentially better, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, so incredible stuff. And I don't want him to be the offspring of Yoda, yeah, but me I either. would love. Yoda to be connected to this background story of him a little bit somehow. Mm -hmm. So like it would, like I would love if he was the one involved in training him. If he was involved with training, or if he was the one that eventually hit him, yeah, or so on. Yeah, like (laughs) and again, I don't necessarily need him to be offspring of Yoda. I think that wouldn't really line up for me personally with how I've always viewed Yoda as one that's like to the T following the the order. Um, but I do want them to be connected somehow. Mm-hmm, for sure. And man, I would love to finally know where, what planet, what species <laughs> these things are from. Yeah, that would be really you cool. You think we'll get that? I don't know. That or is that always going to be another that Star Wars mystery. unknown? Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that, honestly. Like, this background info that we got today was pretty solid for me. Yeah. Like, I'm happy with that. Yeah. I just want clarification on who hit him. That's really my only other question, mm-hmm. I guess, for him.
0: And how he got to. Um, the planet with a quill.
1: Right. And those species. Yeah. I don't know why, but I keep thinking of, is it possible that Mace Windu survived and he's <laughs> hid Krog- Krogu? Grogu. Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Grogu. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, people have always clinged on to the fact that Luke Skywalker survives his fall, so why can't Mace Windu? I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, we're getting heavy into speculation there. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Let's move on. (laughs) Let's move along. So uh, at that moment then, after that conversation, they wait until the next morning or so, and Ahsoka attempts to train or test Mm -hmm. the child. Um, And it's revealed here where Ahsoka doesn't really want to train Grogu. Um, Or she can't. Right, because she can't
0: because Grogu's too attached. She's to too attached to Band-a. Danjarin. And yep. here
1: again we get this incredible connection where she talks about yeah. how she's seen this before in a with, Jedi. With a Jedi knight being too connected and just falling to darkness. And we know yeah. exactly who she's talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. For sure. And it and again, if they And dude, <sighs> she did such
0: a good job acting that out dude, because she you did. could hear yeah. the uh you know, the pain
1: and remembering that. Yeah. Now I wish, like, here's another, like, musical moment if they had done this. If they had played the (laughs) thing in the background when she said that. Yeah. That'd been pretty cool. But, again, I'm still happy with the delivery of it. Like you said, like, her face, the acting, you could tell that that's what she's referencing. Mm -hmm. Great stuff. Great stuff all around with Ahsoka's introduction to Grogu. Grogu. (laughs) Sorry. Grogu. 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 And... um the background that we get there yeah now it it was pretty cool um grogu just throwing that stone away like he he wanted nothing of it dropping it yeah and then he wanted the uh the little ball still from mm-hmm. season one i think mm-hmm. that's gonna be like a little thing that goes throughout the show oh yeah a for little sure. call back for sure okay and
0: when uh mando holds it out he, it's just like zoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: like super fast um so, yeah, and Ahsoka's at this point like, nope, not training him. And so yeah. this is where Din sees an opportunity like, look, uh, they sent me out here to kill you. Uh, so if if I help you do your mission, will you please train this kid for mm-hmm. me? Because that's what I was told to do by, I guess, the armor. I mean, that's his mission is to get him to his people. Yeah. So, uh, and again, Ahsoka never agrees to it, but Din... On I get, screen. On yeah. screen. But Din goes with it like all right we're gonna do this together we'll both get what we want at the Mm -hmm. end um and this is where we get the question that i just came up with okay do you
0: think mando wants to hand off grogu to ahsoka well why do you think that is
1: well i think that's just because uh because the armorer said to take him to the Jedi, because that's his people, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's his mission, and that's what he's been set out to do this entire season, and he finally sees this as his opportunity to do it. Yeah. So See, he's like, training the kid. I feel like it's because he just wants Grogu to be
0: safe. Oh yeah, no, no doubt about that. Originally, it might have been, you know, you're on this mission, so go fulfill it, right? Right. But I think that now he just wants him to be safe and to be able to um, hold his own, right? Yeah. And be safe that way. Right. Because he knows, like he said in the first season, like this is no life for a kid. Agreed.
1: Um, Well, and he probably knows too that if he, and he battled Ahsoka, so he knows this firsthand. Yeah. He would be safe (laughs) with Ahsoka Tano. She would keep him safe. So he probably sees that as well like yeah for sure i got him to the jedi but we battled and she seems like a pretty good fighter i think he would be in safe hands yeah so yeah that
0: was just a question i had for you (laughs) no i feel you
1: i feel you um now this is the point where ahsoka reveals the magistrate's background a little bit but again we did kind of interesting we touched on that a little bit um Where it says that during, or Ahsoka says during the Clone Wars, her people were massacred and she survived, but from that anger of her survival, right, uh, her business helped to build the Imperial Starfleet, right. So really cool. And again, I feel like there's probably some form of canon out there, either in the Clone Wars show, or comic, or something, Mm -hmm. that shows that actually happening of her people getting massacred maybe but i could be wrong there that just might be me wishful thinking and again it's been a while since i've seen the clone wars and really just at this point like the bigger things and then the last season are really the only things that kind of i remember in full detail but again if you remember that exact moment please let us know uh so at that point then though den and ahsoka are on the mission to get into the city Yeah, and we're at the climax of the episode now, where all the action goes down. Ahsoka again shredding through the soldiers and anything, everything that she wants. Incredible lightsaber sound effects, action again, and like the one where she like pulls them (laughs) out from the same. Yeah, and that's a callback (laughs) to Rebels, I think. Like incredible like golly that was so so cool I got chills at that moment too (laughs) Um, and so then they kind of get to their two separate spots Din is in a shootout with Lang that's his name Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. the Mm ex-soldier and I've gotten into the habit of calling those kind of people marshals (laughs) only because now we've seen Cara Dune as a marshal and we've seen Cobb Vanth as a marshal basically whoever you can tell is the shooter presence in the town. I'm just going to start calling him the, the armed strongman right. of yeah. Yeah, and it's really cool and we didn't realize it until the credits were rolling. Lang, the actor for that is the is Michael Bean, which they reported way back in the summer that he was going to be in season 2. Mm-hmm. And he is the actor that's in Tombstone as one of the I think he's the Quick the quick one yeah. with his pistol What's his name? I can't remember. Johnny Ringo? Yes, that's it, dude. <laughs> Look at you coming up clutch. I know I knew Nolan was going to know it. Yeah. But again, unfortunately, he's not here. Um so yeah, that was cool. And yeah, I what thought made so too. what made that moment even more cool is when, when you told a me shootout.
0: that I could see it. Yeah. If he had a mustache, you could tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, and like yeah, like I said, because of we, we know who he is and that character that he's played in the past, that shootout for me that they have in the middle of the town yeah. was that much better. Yeah, only because it's a callback to his previous character that he played in Tombstone. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, but then really,
0: right. so what about Ahsoka's fight with, um, what's her name again? The magistrate Morgan Elsbeth. Okay, I'm not sure that we put that out there. Yeah, I think, we, I think we. I think we kept calling
1: her Elsbeth. <laughs> And I, I, yeah, yeah, Morgan Elsbeth. So, is Ahsoka the
0: battles the magistrate. Yeah, and that—that's
1: where we see this Beskar's in spear
0: deflecting lightsabers. I had no idea that Beskar was that powerful. Deflective.
1: Yeah, I didn't necessarily know that either. Um, I'm trying to think back to the Clone Wars, where I don't know. I mean, obviously, it didn't help Jango out. <laughs> But well, I guess he got a weak spot in the yeah, neck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was super cool. And again, yeah. So I guess my question though is because we talked about how Din now has something that penetrate or not penetrates but deflects lightsabers. Um, does he know that though? Like, do you yeah. think Ahsoka? I mean, he
0: used his his
1: arm braces to deflect.
0: Oh Ahsoka's right, 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 right. Lightsabers. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, so yeah, best cars. that was cool to see too. Yeah, (laughs) we completely glossed over that. That was super cool. That just got you visually ready for the spear at the end Uh too. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, I love the battle between those two. And so let's talk about that. Um,
0: Ahsoka wants to know something from the Magistrate. Now,
1: before we get to the very big thing that was super cool about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think, like, that second lightsaber's gone? Or did she get it back? No, she got it back. You can see it
0: on her at the end of okay. the episode. Okay,
1: cool. Because I didn't want her to go back to being a one lightsaber. Or, nah, yeah. I neither. I want, want the dual either. blades continuing. Because yeah. we haven't gotten that live action before. I mean, we got it a little bit in Attack of the Clones when Anakin fights Dooku. Mm-hmm. But we've never gotten a live action Jedi that that their style is to carry two sabers. Yeah. So I, I hope that trend continues, which... I was I'm glad I asked that because I guess yeah, we're gonna keep getting that. Uh but yeah, so the big thing that happens in this battle. Ahsoka gets Elspeth to or she defeats her. Yeah,
0: at, she disarms him. It's very cool the way she does too. Yeah. Uh she has one lightsaber and it's down to her against well, the magistrate is kinda using it almost like a like a staff lightsaber. Yeah but a spear at the same time, or right. it's got a point that can stab.
1: It reminded me a lot of Rey with her uh, yeah, yeah. staff, and also those of you that have seen Black Panther, the the soldiers, the female soldiers, and mm-hmm. I'm not a Marvel uh, sweaty, so I don't remember the names of those types I know of, what you're talking about. But yeah, they, it was kind of like that kind of mm-hmm. dueling with it.
0: Yeah. But you can see like Ahsoka somehow gets her hands underneath... The, the spear and gets yeah. it out of, and that's when <laughs> it clangs. That's cool. That's a cool thing, yeah, too. Is. That Beskar resonates yeah whenever it, it Like hits. when she
1: got ready for battle, she hit it on the ground mm-hmm. and. It, <laughs> oh. Yeah, super cool. <laughs> now she does disarm her and she wins the battle, and this is where the moment, like, <sighs> I about jumped out of my seat. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your master, Admiral Thrawn? Does she call him Grand? Yeah, I think Grand? so. Okay. Where is your master, Grand Admiral Thrawn? Yeah, I about jumped out of my seat, dude. <laughs> because, again, I talked about how Admiral Thrawn, Thrawn was going to be connected to this somehow. I mentioned how it was a possibility that Thrawn was Moff Gideon's master or above him. He's here. It's happening. Put that to our perfect record. <laughs> Nolan, I got one right that you necessarily didn't call, but I called (laughs) Thrawn's coming into this somehow. You think so? Like, now that he is- Do you think we're
0: gonna see him? Now
1: that he has been mentioned, and I think Mandalorian so far has been a show that once characters are mentioned, they're delivered. Hmm. Like, Ahsoka was mentioned, delivered. Thrawn is now mentioned, we better get deliverance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It'd be cool if that was like the final shot of the season is showing the blue- Villainous jawline to a T. Yeah, Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now he's again, he's like
0: in a he's in a chair, <laughs> and I don't know. Like Moff Gideon is walking up to the chair. Yeah, and he turns around. He's talking about the <laughs> development of the reincarnation project or something like that. Of
1: Snoke. <laughs> or of uh maybe Star Base. See, I still maybe have they're planning that kind my, of stuff.
0: My thought is still that they're trying to resurrect the Emperor, but they get Snoke out of that gotcha. instead. Okay. That's just my thoughts. That. Right. I, I can see that. But, you know, Moff Gideon says something about like a reincarnation project. Ooh. And <laughs> You see the chair turn around. The chair
1: <laughs> turn like, around like Emperor Palpatine's chair in Return of the Jedi, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Ooh, and he's like, oh, yeah, that would be incredible. Good. <laughs>
0: Something like that. <laughs> that
1: would be absolutely incredible. Now, um, now, I did say that somehow Thrawn was connected to Moff, so I guess technically... I mean, me mentioning that Thrawn was connected to the show somehow, I guess, counts. We'll see if he's connected to to Gideon somehow yeah but regardless
0: it would just be really cool if they
1: bring Thrawn into this and now let's talk about that too like and we can ask the question or casual viewers are probably asking the question who is Thrawn yeah um, uh, they and, definitely are and why is Ahsoka Tano like, wanting what? why is Ahsoka wanting to find yeah. this guy named Thrawn
0: yeah
1: um so let me answer the question as to why she wants Thrawn At the very end of Star Wars Rebels, the uh, animated show that, again, probably the people that need answering to this question probably haven't seen. Right. Uh, At the very end of Star Wars Rebels, Thrawn and Ezra disappear Mm -hmm. um, from battle.
0: Well, first it should be said that aside from Darth Vader and uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, Mm -hmm. Grand Admiral Thrawn is like up there in the Imperial Echelon with a private
1: uh, access to the Emperor, right? Yeah, Yeah. no, I'm glad you said that. So this guy's legit. Yeah, This guy is a villain. (laughs) Um, I mean, he's
0: probably, if not equal to, then right below uh, Grand Moff
1: Tarkin. Agreed, agreed. Um, So Ahsoka, and at the very end of Rebels, so Thrawn and Ezra vanish. They're together. Uh, and at the very end of Rebels, Ahsoka and Sabine, Ren, have the mission of finding Ezra. So for me, because here now in The Mandalorian, she's still asking, Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Mm-hmm. I think they're still trying to accomplish that mission, still. Hmm. And I think that they're trying, because I guess maybe she's heard that Thrawn is lurking in the shadows still. Yeah. Especially if the she... The unknown regions. Right. <laughs> and if that's the case, then she fully believes that Ezra is still out there, and if she can get to Thrawn, she can figure out where Ezra Bridger is. Yeah. Dude, what if um, the
0: magistrate is operating under some sort of orders from Thrawn, oh, and I, that's why her business is still going? I think so.
1: Now, my question, though, is, is Thrawn really connected to this new... Order that they're trying to establish, or is this now kind of like a shadow collective kind of thing, where he's like, "Nah, Moff Gideon, you ain't gonna be the next man in charge." Like I've been around longer than you, bro. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe those two end up not necessarily being on the same side, but maybe, c- but don't conflict you think, with each
0: other. Don't you think that Grand Admiral Thrawn would be invested in bringing back the Empire? Oh yeah, no doubt.
1: No doubt. But again, you know how Imperial officers are, like, nah, I've got I gotta be the lead one. Well, yeah. Versus (laughs) you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can just see like an avenue where, yeah, they might be trying to do the same thing, but they end up like stepping on each other's toes and they don't like that. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a bunch of possibilities. But regardless, I do think Thrawn being mentioned is a tease at those of us that have seen rebels knowing that, well, That makes sense because we know that that's who she's trying to find to find out where Ezra is at the very end of that show with another Mandalorian at her side, Sabine. Right. Which, and (laughs) let's go ahead and talk about that too. Like, I was, I honestly thought that once we saw Ahsoka, we would see Sabine somehow, but it seems like she's just there alone. Mm -hmm. And that's, I don't know, like maybe they've split into two and they've got two separate leads and she's. Yeah, I could see that. So do you think we'll see Sabine eventually in this show? Mm, I'm not sure about that. Okay. Um, I'm not sure about that. If they continue to dive into Ahsoka's journey, you know, I think we will. Yeah, that
0: or Sabine could join up with Bo-Katan in what yeah. she's doing. Now, and
1: again, I-, I asked this last week. Bo-Katan, Boba Fett, Cobb Vanth, mm-hmm. Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm are all are we done with all of these characters already? Or are all of them gonna, or at least for this season, or are all of them gonna somehow interweave and connect into this final big battle at the end of this season? Hmm. Or is that just something that they're throwing out there this season to be like, Th- these are the characters that are gonna help this show go on for four, five, six, seven, eight seasons? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I feel like maybe we might get some more with Ahsoka or Bo because they directly connect to the story that's going on right now like again Boba Fett and Cobb Vanth they don't necessarily connect with Din Djarin and his journey right now Mm -hmm. as much as these other ones Mm -hmm. so that's where my interest and focus is personally yeah don't get me wrong I love Boba Fett but again I've said it last week I can not have Boba Fett and focus on the Mandalorian's It'd be awesome story. to see him get back his armor, though, one Yeah, day. and again, like, is that still in the ship? Is that it's still in the be. crest? It's gotta be. It better be. be. <laughs> it's gotta be. I was hoping at some point, at this point, they would at least show it, like, in the background somewhere. And yeah, maybe they have, and maybe is, we just though. haven't seen it. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, incredible action, incredible reveal of Grand Admiral Thrawn still being out <laughs> there. But again, this makes me worried is this show getting too sweaty for the casual viewer? Like, season one, and and we've spent, and we'll go ahead and say it, we've spent Thanksgiving with my parents. Both of them enjoy watching The Mandalorian, but they're not, like, sweaties mm, well, like us. our dad. Yeah, he's kind of got some pushback, you know? He's like one of those, yeah. like, if it's not realistic, I ain't watching it kind of yeah. guy. Um, but regardless, I mean, casual viewers, people that just like watching it for the action and the the lightsabers and the shots and stuff like that. Yeah. Are they now lost? Like I just get really nervous that casual viewers are going to be like, and this is now for the nerds again that I can't keep up with. <laughs> so I'm checking out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I just get really nervous when they make And for us, it's incredible. It's epic. Um,
0: Yeah, dude. But I just get
1: nervous for the casual viewers that like, eh, I can't keep up anymore. I'm checking out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can see that for sure. Thoughts on it or other like that oppose what I think. Well, I don't know. It just makes me nervous. It's hard
0: for me to say because I'm not a casual viewer. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. Right. (laughs) So I don't know how to step into that mindset. Yeah, it's hard for me too. Dude, like- the way I am, whenever there's a good story that has multiple uh, inlets to go into a backstory, yeah, I'm gonna dive into it. True. And you saw <laughs> that I did the same thing with Halo. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, though yeah. I haven't even played the video games, right? <laughs> you still
1: somehow know all the stories <laughs> a
0: little bit, and yeah. I want to know more just because it's a good story. Just yeah, just based off of watching the cinematic shots. Right. 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 So I'm that kind of person, mm-hmm. and. I don't know, it's just hard for me to say yeah. what a casual viewer would do. Okay. I would hope that there's enough action and enough plot movement mm-hmm. and, uh, again, like... Character whenever, development and character yeah, 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 growth yeah. and care. Yeah. I would hope that there's enough of that to keep someone still interested. And, you know, yeah. baby Yoda's still here. He's still looking cute With as With a new name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a new cute name. Yeah. Um Grogu.
1: So let's just go ahead and say this. If you are a casual Mandalorian viewer, first of all, thank you for listening. Uh second right of all, second of all, um, push through and if you ever get lost, just do some research. And man, if you ever get lost, hit us up. Mando Talk will clear it up uh-huh. for you. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but yeah, I just want the Mandalorian to continue to be successful and I know. First of all, there's a couple of different variables why season one was, was successful, but I know that one of those variables was the fact that it was new and mm-hmm. it, it wasn't necessarily connected to things that we had seen before. Right. But now it is. It's big time now connected to things we've seen mm-hmm. before. So that just makes me a little worried. But again, for me, I'm loving every second of it. Yeah. Like that was yeah. incredible. From start to finish. So let's go ahead and talk about the closer. And we'll kind of end up wrapping this up pretty soon. Uh, Ahsoka, again, reaffirms, I, I'm i not training the kid. He's too connected to you. I've right. seen this path before. I'm not doing it.
0: She says that uh, Dan is like a father to him.
1: Right. And we get a little tease, though, of us as an audience. If we ever do see these two separate, how emotional it's going to be. Because like there for like a minute, Dave Filoni, props to you, directed and written by Dave Filoni this week, we get like a minute of interaction between those two acting like it's the final moments Mm -hmm. that they're going to be with each other. And if that ever comes to like a legit, this is happening kind of moment, that's going to hurt. Yeah. That's going to be very painful to watch. (laughs) Yeah. But regardless, she says, no, I'm not training.
0: But there's another place you can go where he can choose which path he wants to take.
1: Yes, and the place that they are now going to next from Ahsoka's direction is the planet of Tython to find an ancient Jedi temple at the seeing stone at the top of the mountain where Grogu can choose his own path. And then also she says, if he reaches out, a Jedi may sense his presence and come looking for him. Mm Mm-hmm. And I said it while we were watching it. Yeah. That, for me, does tease Luke Skywalker. Uh, Because outside of Ahsoka and Ezra and Leia, Luke is the main Jedi that's still out there. Mm -hmm. So for me, and I know we've said that we don't want this necessarily connecting to Skywalker's. Yeah, I it's don't either, really. I think I it's don't. eventually gonna go there, though, at some think point. think so? Hmm. I don't, and maybe she ends up being wanting to be that Jedi. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe she ends up, maybe she sees that Grogu does choose the path of the Jedi, and she senses it, and she's the one that goes. And she's like, okay, I'm gonna commit to being with these people. Yeah. It seems like maybe their mission could actually help me with my mission, so I'm gonna go and be that one that responds to that call.
0: Oh, you said you said something like just now where okay. their mission might uh help with my mission. Right. I just thought it would be really cool if the
1: three of them teamed up. Oh yeah, if they were like the new trio that went throughout this show. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That would be awesome. I'm here for it. A Jedi and a Mando and a little baby Yoda. Yeah. Like you can't beat that. That would be awesome. That's like an ultimate team up. <laughs> That's Avengers Assemble moment right there. Yeah. Regardless, a uh, second week in a row incredible possibilities that have been uh unfolding presented to us. Do
0: you think that this great conflict is going to happen on Tython?
1: It seems that way because we only have three chapters left. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually they do.
0: We've got an episode to get
1: there. Right. Usually we do like stories of threes. And I know this. Yeah. Actually this season we haven't really done that as much. First episode was Tatooine. Second episode was random snowy planet. Yeah. Third episode was the Frog Lady. <laughs> uh oh, what's the third episode's planet? The water planet. I can't remember now. I can't. Wow, we stink at, <laughs> We stink at our jobs. We have bad uh, memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh we've been at different locations yeah. each chapter. So I don't know if Typhon's going to be the only one. But regardless, we're getting a big conflict at the end. And again, Giancarlo Esposito spoke this week and he talked about how his physical shape was going to be displayed in the final half of season two. He was in some interview, and Moff Gideon's actor said that. So for me... Oh,
0: you mean like his ability in
1: combat. Right. So for me, that tells me we are going to see him use that dark saber against somebody. (laughs) And initially, I was thinking Ahsoka Tano, but now I'm thinking it's Din Djarin with the Beskar spear. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think we have that to look forward to, and I think that's the climax of this season is those two dueling. Yeah. And we'll see where it goes from there, man. (sighs) Now let's, again, and uh, maybe we'll end here. If not, that's fine. I mean, again, we just love talking about the Mandalorian. So Uh, what if, okay,
0: what if the showdown's on Tython mm -hmm. and the child, you know, Grogu gets to the Seeing Stone Mm -hmm. and that's where he... Chooses his path. But actually, like, calls out
1: for help when okay. someone comes. Okay, I see you. I see you. So, mm-hmm. so, and this he's calling out for Ahsoka, then basically, and Ahsoka maybe arrives to help in the battle. Bo Katan's also could possibly be there because she's tracked down Moff Gideon to get the Darksaber. Yeah. yeah, And yeah. then there's our final <laughs> confrontation.
0: Yeah. Oh, Whew, my goodness. <laughs> that would be
1: pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. It's going to be
0: cool to see this Jedi temple.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. It's always interesting to see old, ancient Jedi temples. will not it
0: be the first that we've seen in this whole show anything like that? In this show, yes. Any place associated with the Jedi? Yes, in the Mandalorian. That'll be so
1: cool. (laughs) 100%. 100%. Now, here's like my final question that I'm thinking of right now. Um... Well, it's not necessarily a question. It's really just an observation. Again, no Moff Gideon this episode. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, He's just watching. Wait. Yeah.
1: And I, last week, one of my biggest questions was, what's up with those troopers at the end? And man, we're fixing to see some action go down. I don't know. I, I guess maybe next episode might be Moff Gideon heavy. I'm just waiting on a heavy action Moff Gideon man. episode. And we haven't really gotten it, but I cannot complain about this. I'm week. just worried that that uh,
0: Mando is going to have some impossible odds. Yeah. I mean, I know that he likes, I know that he likes them uh, hard odds, <laughs> but it's looking like he's going to have some impossible odds. No, I, I agree. <laughs> and if it's just him, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, and we've got a lot of action to come yeah. with this season. Yeah, and again, Esposito keeps teasing that he's about to go off basically <laughs> and i i can really just i can see this becoming like an empire strikes back kind of season where moff gets his way at the end of this thing and we're mm. left like really worried going into season three. Oh my goodness and we have to wait more <laughs> and we have to wait a full year yeah <laughs> but regardless like i'm thrilled with chapter 13 the jedi yeah me too dave filoni um Props to you, dude. Like, you continue to deliver, and I know he's the one that created Ahsoka Tano, and his introduction of Ahsoka to live action is really just like a work of art. Perfect. Like, it was beautiful. Uh, Rosario Dawson, perfect selection Mm -hmm. to play the character. I know initially when that came out, people were like, oh, why is someone other than Ashley Eckstein playing Ahsoka? Yada, yada, yada. Here's another one that would be better. Trust the man that created the character. Absolutely, Dave Filoni <laughs> knows what he is doing with this thing. Oh, yeah. um, perfection. Uh, the background that we get for the child from here on out, we're going to continue to now call him Grogu, uh, was incredible. And hopefully can... I can say it correctly. <laughs> if you can remember <laughs> that. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard to make that switch, but I think we're going to be able to do it. Regardless, guys, we really appreciate you listening to this week's episode of Mando Talk. We reviewed, we broke down Chapter 13, The Jedi, and we really hope that you enjoyed it. Let us know if there's something in this episode that you thought was interesting that maybe we didn't dive into as much as you had kind of hoped. We can always dive into it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Mando Talk on all three of those platforms. Uh, First of all, really appreciate everyone that continues to communicate with us on socials. And I'll go ahead and talk about it here at the very end. It was really cool. Carl Weathers himself <laughs> retweeted our tweet this past week, and that got us a lot of attention. Yeah. I think our followers went up a bunch because of it. So that was super cool. Um, it's, it's just super cool to see Carl Weathers being so positive with the Star Wars community. Yeah, I always love it when I see like the actors and the people involved with the stuff like really display their love and care for what they know all these crazy fans love and care about right and that's us here so we really appreciate you listening this week uh jacob thank you for stepping in um i know thanksgiving can be crazy and we (laughs) did we really missed uh nolan and ba yeah yeah we did Uh, We'll have to get them uh, to just briefly share their thoughts on Ahsoka Tano next week. Because I know... I want to hear their thoughts. It really stinks (laughs) that they're not here, man, because I know this moment was pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll be sure to do that. We'll be sure to get both of their thoughts on Ahsoka next week. Uh, Nolan, BA, we missed you, but again next week, we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back strong as ever. (laughs) Jacob, just final thoughts on the episode because I know I've been talking like crazy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Loved it um can't wait for the next episode as always as always um and we'll see where this goes man
1: absolutely so again as always check us out at Mando Talk on all the social medias and as always we have spoken